Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The day bar two on the Out of Bounds show and the Corona premier guest line. And and also, I think bar two would circle around and tell us that, uh, and, and this was the former Miami AD, but terrible scheduling on the Hurricanes part. I, I'm excited and bar two are excited. Selfishly, I want all these games, right? But if you're strategically trying to win, you know, you don't schedule A&M at A&M if you're Miami just because... It's a, as Bartu is referencing, it's a tough place to play. And over the last five years, Jimbo has moved their talent up, you know, uh, incrementally, um, kind of every year. So, but I'm excited about the matchup because I'm fascinated with Cristobal going back to his hometown and alma mater and all the talent in that three county area and blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, DJ Durkin, real quick. Um, DJ Durkin is Texas A&M's defensive coordinator. Would yeah. you would yeah. you took, argue took Bar- Yeah, so would you argue Bartu because mm-hmm. Durkin and Ole Miss's defense carried Ole Miss the last six games of the year? Would you argue that that was Durkin's best co- coaching job as a as a coach or one of them? What he did last year at Ole Miss? Look, look Dur- Durkin when 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 Lane hired Durkin, uh, you know we had it as a we, we've had Durkin as a four star defensive coordinator the whole time. He's been good. Um, I think he just got overshadowed with the offense and the fun, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, it was, it is when Matt Corral had it going with lane, it's fun to watch, right? Even if you hate Ole Miss, it's like you hate it. Cause it's fun. <laughs> no doubt. But, you know, but that team was carried by the defense last year. It was number 24 in defensive scoring efficiency, especially in October and November when the offense fell apart. It really wasn't that good last year. The defense held it all together. I got I got Durkin right now uh, as as a defensive coordinator, uh, and these are career rankings, right? Um, I got him as the second best DC in the SEC right now. And he inherits more talent at A and M. He did a rem- just a yeah, remarkable yeah. job at Ole Miss he, last year. He did. Now we we adjust what we do with talent. Okay. Okay. These, these aren't gotcha. just straight go to the stats and go, Oh, this is, this is, this is where they were ranked. No, it's, there, there's also an adjustment for talent acquired talent faced. Um, so behind Barry, so I got Durkin behind Barry Odom. Um, and, uh, and to me, Odom and Bryles is, is what's making Arkansas so damn good. It's, it's, it's just the best OCDC pairing in the sec period, um, far and away. So, but I, I, I think Durkin, is really good, but it's still a step back. Elko was number one 
before Elko Aranda was number one. So you've lost Aranda uh, from LSU. You lost um, Elko from A&M. Uh, Durkin, I think that was a solid hire. Uh, were there better guys out there? Probably. Um, well, I know there were, but he's still number two in the SEC overall. Who's number one? And uh, Barry Odom. Oh, Odom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Odom. Hey, uh, real quick, okay. who 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 uh, who is rated higher, uh, Barry Odom or Derek Mason? I know Mason's now at OK State. I'm just curious in your rankings. Oh, um, or is it like a push? It is really, really close. I I thought. Um, speak it, speaking of though, here I'll, I'll I'll look it up real quick. Okay. Um, I didn't mean to get you off schedule, but th- those kind of things just no, you're, no, are it's, it, fascinating it, it, it's to me. Cool. We're just having a fun discussion, dude. Yeah. We're just having a fun discussion. I love this stuff. Um, I think that while I'm looking up Mason's number, I, what I do know is Mason is ranked higher than Jim Knowles, who Ohio State paid $2 million to come to Ohio State. Wow. Wow. Okay. Right now, now let me. So I'll, I'm going to go off, not go off, but I'm going to talk about Knowles just for a second, though. Sure. We have in our we have in our system, uh, we call it progression, and th- this is um, how well guys progress uh, through their career in terms of being able to turn somebody around. How long does it take? you know, when they arrive to turn something around. Now, we all know that Oklahoma State defense last year was filthy. Absolutely filthy. You know, we can agree upon that part of it. Um, But it took four slow years to get there and an absolute ton of super seniors, fifth, six-year guys. So, you know, when I I look at – when I look at Knowles, he's still a four-star defensive coordinator, but he's closer to Durkin than to Mason or Odom. I'd have taken Mason or Odom over Knowles. Now, maybe his scheme fit what Ryan Day wanted to run uh, a little bit better. Uh, Derek Mason, I got Derek Mason. Actually, I got Derek Mason. That's funny. I got Derek Mason and Jim Knowles point two apart. So our scale goes from zero to 100. And Derek Mason's career and Jim Knowles' career is point two apart. Wow. Odin, Odin's better than both of them. Wow. 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 If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Okay, so... You know, uh, and so uh, I'm not saying Knowles is bad. Odom right? is one. bad. Yeah. And and Durkin is two according yep. to Dave Bartu's rankings of defensive coordinators in the Southeastern Conference. Um obviously the DCs in uh Oxford and Startville, the DC in at Ole Miss, we think is Maurice Crum. And we know that Arnett is the uh is the DC at at, at Mississippi State. All right, that's cool. Cool. All right. Um, 
I love this stuff. Uh, oh, no, it's it, it's fun. I mean, we can talk about special teams ranking. How about defensive support staff, right? Because we got, we got headsets supporting all these guys. See, every, everybody, over the last few years, I focused on the OC and the DC, right? But who is supporting these guys? So, because some people may be going, well, where's Pete Golding in this? Where does he rank? Well, we got him fourth, right? But his defensive support staff is by far and away linebacker coach, DB coach, safety coach, defensive line coach. He has by far and away the best support staff on defense in the SEC. So, you know, you, you, start, you start looking at all these things. Dirk can support staff at A&M, third in the SEC. That's really, really good. Dang. Um, you know, you start going down through here. And see, this, this is why I really don't like, um, so like South Carolina is Clayton White is top, I think, number five in the SEC over in South Carolina. Defensive support staff is 13th. E. Right? So, you know, White's really, really good. But how good would he be if he was surrounded with a lot of, of coaching talent? So what I'm trying to do is just wrap our mind around everything. You know, the head coach is the most important. OCDC is really important. Special teams is extremely important. The correlation between quality special teams and top 25 teams is ridiculous. If you don't have good special teams, uh, I think last year the of the teams that finished in the top 25 regular season, um, 22 of them were in the top 40 of our special teams rankings. They were all good at it. it it's rare that you have a top 25 team that isn't really, really, really good uh, at special teams. Where does and... Ole Miss? Hold on, real quick. Let me. Let me. I've got this in front of me. Um, Marty, where does Marty fall? Yeah, where where does Ole Miss? Dude, I have I have everybody here, literally everybody. I got them all. So <laughs> Marty Biaggi for a name, right? Mar Marty, he's eighth in the SEC. Um, just a little bit. So that, so one through six is really good. Uh, Missouri, South Carolina, Alabama, A&M, LSU, Vanderbilt, really good special teams grades for their careers. Okay. And then there's a step down to the next group, which is Florida, uh, which is couch. And you got Marty at Mississippi, uh, Scott Fountain at, at Arkansas, uh, and then Cochran at Georgia. Okay. Um, and so that got compressed a little bit. That's, that's your next group. And then there's a big step down to your bottom four at Tennessee, Auburn, Mississippi State, and Kentucky. So MSU is, is next to last. Eric Mealy yep. was the, I think, running backs coach or wide receivers coach. Or something. Mm. And now, uh, yeah, I don't, I, and he's special teams coordinator. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, never coached special teams, right? Uh, I believe he has. We do have a grade for oh, him. Oh, okay. Uh, it, okay. Looks like, it looks like he has. Now, it... A caveat to this is, let's say he only coached special teams one year, but was really good mm -hmm. at it. Um, he's not going to have a good grade because we don't really hand out full grades until we have three years of performance. It's 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 not fair to say, you know, hey, you know, um, you know, Blake Scott's really good at special teams after one lightning in a bottle year, right? You know, so it's trending in the right direction. So so Eric is on the positive side. Uh, he he's not sub fifty. And so he's on the positive side, 
uh, of special teams. So I wouldn't jump on it too much if he has less than three years of experience. But we also don't know the downside of it, right? He may have had one good year. He may have two good years. But we like to have at least three so it cycles through players and so we can see, we can set the bar how good and how bad these guys can be. The, the only real wild card out there, too, is you got Kentucky with a guy who's never been a special teams coach, John Settle. We have him 14th. Uh, he has zero grade right now because he hasn't gone anywhere. So overall, special teams, though, in the SEC are really solid, um, and they do win football games. Uh, but I see three distinct uh, bands of coaching talent in the SEC right now with uh, special teams. All right. I think we leave it there because we're going to do this a lot over the next uh, 90 days, <laughs> and I'm looking oh, forward dude, to it. I could, you know me. I could do this for days you just just you could walk away go get a sandwich and i'll just keep talking about guys all right, but real, all right so um, look drew hollingshead got hired by leach he got promoted from within you don't really have a great to, to wide receivers coach he's one of the two with no. steve spurrier jr but when you're promoted right. from within as an offensive uh, quality control guy to on the uh -huh. field it basically there's no grade is that it, it, am i right there yeah, am i we, wrong we, or two yeah, we, we call that we call that guy a fifty. So you know how I said our grade goes zero to a hundred. Yeah, there's no such thing as a zero coach, and there's no such thing as a hundred coach. Okay, okay. Uh, the closest to a hundred coach is Jim Leonard at Wisconsin. All right, but fifty is our midpoint. So if you have no experience, we start you at fifty. You're not good. You're not bad. You're nothing. You're right in the middle. And then after your first year of coaching. Let's say you're coaching special teams or calling plays on the defense or a wide receiver coach or a linebacker coach. You fall on one side of 50 or the other. And so, like, when I'm looking at a coaching staff, I want to at least see, depending on the level, right, depending on the money, depending on the brand, the first thing is, is everybody 50 or better? Everybody, right? Because if you're hiring sub-50 guys, uh, you're, you're hiring guys that have proven to be crappy to begin with. You're not good at hiring people. Okay. Now you look at the SEC, um, offensive coordinators below 50. There is one, two, three, four. So I see four team, I see four head coaches in front of me right now that don't know how to hire offensive guys. On the defensive side, I see one. <laughs> the offensive and defensive coordinator matches there. So there's one team that's got sub 50 guys at both spots. So it's pretty easy to uh, pick out the worst OCDC uh, <laughs> coordinator pairing in the SEC. It's in the West. Um, LSU? One, two, three. Oh, Auburn. There are three DCs sub-50. The only one that has both of them <laughs> is Auburn. Wow. <laughs> and they're in the, they're in the 20s. I mean, it is Auburn easily, easy, easy, easily has in our numbers the worst, worst coaching staff and one of the worst coaching staffs in the SEC. Vanderbilt is horrible too. Wow, wow, good. But Vanderbilt uh, has horrible talent, but nobody cares. Right, it's kind of one of those things. If a bear farts in the woods, does anybody hear it? No, nobody cares. Right, exactly. All right, we'll leave it there. This I, next time we may have to get into this. Our listeners will somewhat be, I think, interested because you never know if a guy like this could end up in the SEC with big money. I know Wisconsin's got big money, but 
obviously you love Jim Leonard, the defensive coordinator at Wisconsin, because you've got him as uh, an A-plus rated D.C., right? That's a freak. Freak. Bloody freak. Okay. It's awesome. Oh, God. You look at his numbers, and it's just like, it just there's no down year. That, you know, and he's been doing it for five, six years at Wisconsin. Just absolutely brilliant. Bloody brilliant. Uh, but, you know, he's an alum there. You know, I mean, he's making $2 million a year. He's uh, making that, $2 that million at Wisconsin? I think so. He's making a lot of money. Okay. Maybe it's not that much because Wisconsin historically doesn't pay worth crap. Um, but That's because Alvarez they, they didn't want to pay anybody but himself. But anyway, he's now yeah, retired. Maybe they yeah, changed but it. It's, they, they have to keep him, though. Yeah, I mean it is. You you, you want to talk? I mean, look, they, they lost Barry. Um, I, I think Wisconsin football is hanging on by. Well, I'm sure Barry still has a lot of influence, but <laughs> Leonard is <laughs> Leonard is the keystone there. He Got has it. been unbelievably awesome. I love the guy. Uh, smart guy, fun to talk to, and just you know. So I got a little emotional bias there, but by the numbers, oh. If he landed in the SEC as a DC with somebody with elite talent, you know, like if if Nick picked him up, you know, I mean, somebody with a really good offensive coordinator and super talent, you know, oh, God forbid he landed with Nick or Kirby. <gasps> oh my goodness! Take take my breath away. I mean, it just I'd just be like, okay, we're gonna play the game called first six, and if you don't get there, you lose. <laughs> That's great. All right, we'll do another team later. That was uh, Texas A&M mixed in with a little bit of Ole Miss and and Mississippi State. And that's our friend uh, Dave Bartu, ranking coaching staffs, among other things, uh, college football matrix and all the other fun stuff he does. All right, uh, go hike in the woods and talk to yourself, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate being on. See you, dude. He's great. Dave Bartu. Awesome. On the uh, Corona Premier Guest Line, you're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Would love for you to go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Hit subscribe. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Appreciate you listening to the show. The Out of Bounds Show, powered by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. And Went McGee, the mortgage man. He'll shop the best rates for you. MortgageManMS.com. See ya.